Hi everyone, welcome to the seventh episode of the SOS podcast. I'm your host Liv. In today's episode, I'm sitting down with Mary, who is also known as the Badass Life Coach, and we're going to be chatting a bit about fear. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get into it. Hi everyone, so today I'm here with my friend Mary, who is a life coach, a writer, and a speaker, and also known as the badass life coach, Mm -hmm. and she definitely is one. She's just actually sorted me out a little bit in this last 10 minutes of being here, (laughs) sorting my life out already. I think I need her in my life. So I got Mary on today because we wanted to talk a bit about fear, because I think it's something that affects all of us um, at some point in our lives, and it always will be there, whether we like it or not. Um, And... Mary's got some great tips for kind of not overcoming fear because as I said I think it will always be there but dealing with fear and allowing it to be there um, and we've all had our own personal experiences with it which we will go through. I wanted to talk to you a bit first about how you got into life coaching and what was that what was the thing that drove you into that sort of area? Okay. <laughs> right so uh yeah so how I got started so I qualified um about four years ago now um nearly five and it was at um pretty much my kind of ground zero point mm-hmm. um so Al B my little boy was uh, about 18 months and um I had just found out about the affair that ended our marriage mm-hmm. and um suddenly a single mother and I thought what I need to do something. I can't go back because having postnatal depression, um, I didn't return to work to what I used to do, which was HR. Um, So I had to think of something new to do. And I racked my brains, put lots of different searches in Google. And then someone said to me, why don't you become a life coach? And I was like, is that a thing? Is that, can you do that? Um, So I did lots of investigating and it's an unregulated uh, profession at the moment, which hopefully will change. Mm -hmm. So I really made sure that the qualifications that I paid and did uh, were actually able to... um, you're able to because I wanted it to be a profession and I just think there isn't much that I haven't experienced and certainly the levels of deep emotional pain Mm. you know there's been my history there's been eating disorders there's been uh, depression postnatal depression fertility issues and I think we've forgotten a lot of the lot so so much of my coaching is around basic what I consider kind of basic routine stuff Mm -hmm. it's in the ordinary it's in the small change it's in the stuff that you're going to do today that makes the biggest difference so if we're unhappy for whatever reason in our lives it can be you know a million different things and everything is very much you know how it is affecting you as an individual but if we if we want something different we look at big change mm. and we think oh yeah my life will be so much better when I've lost five stone or I've moved to Australia or I've dumped my shitty boyfriend and it's and it's just not true it's that's it's, it's the small change it's the small stuff it did take me you know for <laughs> 39 years in a two-week yoga retreat but I can remember sitting there I know (laughs) but did I can remember sitting there thinking 
shit, I'm in charge. Mm. Oh my God, I have choices. I can do anything that I want. And I can remember thinking there thinking, oh my God, I need to tell someone. How have I waited this long when it's... I can choose. Yeah. I can choose. Even when I feel like I have no choices, I still have a choice. And um, and it was just like this revelation that I drove my own bus. And it, it was like, okay, if I can get to 39 and not know this, there are other people out there that don't know this. Definitely. And um, yeah, so that's why I'm here and I do what I do. That's amazing. So I wanted to pick your brains about how your idea of fear and how you see it and what we should do to kind of almost utilise it or sort of go with the flow and just allow it to be there. So I think, first of all, I think it's very important to kind of understand the underneath Mm. stuff. So um, fear is an emotion and uh, all of our emotions are there to give us clues as to what's going on and uh, to give us information and I think once you even just looking at your different emotions not just fear all of them um, as to like okay this is what's it trying to tell me I think that is probably the biggest sorry I spot it already I've come to the biggest (laughs) thing first Liv no go for it um yeah it's you know if you don't listen any further this (laughs) the fact that you know get underneath the emotion and understand that it's there to give you a clue Mm -hmm. so um most of the time when we're feeling you know there's so many so much unhelpful stuff with regards to emotions so for the the very first thing is assuming that fear is a negative Mm -hmm. emotion or an unhealthy emotion and actually that's that's not true what is supposed to happen with emotions is that there is um you know something a trigger happens and that emotion doing it with my hands you can't see my hands (laughs) can you uh so but there, there is an intensity in the emotion and then there is a period of time and you can remember the last time that you felt fear um for whatever reason there was there was a peak intensity mm. and then if you are willing to kind of to- be able to tolerate it then it just kind of it lessens and lessens and lessens and it can take two minutes it can take 10 minutes depends on what the trigger is and what's happening um you know and that that's what's supposed to happen so they kind of come in waves um you know and and it's a clue it's to pay attention to our thinking and our behaviors and stuff but but usually what we do when we feel an intense emotion as we move away from it is that we distract ourselves we block it out whether it's unconsciously or consciously we avoid it um and of course what happens then is it, it, it is that we just feel that intense again and then then drop down out of it and then intense again and then drop down out of it because we're trying to avoid it and so we can then be in a constant feel like we're in a constant state of fear Mm. so it can feel constant and the reason that it feels constant is because that we keep distracting ourselves from actually feeling it and then we're fearing feeling it and then yeah yeah yeah. so it's just this kind of vicious circle so I think the and and I think it's important you know no one ever died from feeling an emotion Mm. yeah so true it doesn't happen no. I promise you no. I swear <laughs> don't, people don't die from feeling their feelings yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also every emotion has a, a physiological mm. part to it and if you think about um, 
So if I get you to think about freshly sliced lemons. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Now, (laughs) okay, are you... Your saliva glands. Are yeah, going, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. So, and this, <laughs> like that's I feel so like, weird. I've never yeah. even tried that before. Okay, and is there a lemon here? No. No, I wish there was though. Yeah, I wish there was. Yeah, <laughs> gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah, It'd be lovely. Um, <clears throat> note for next guest. Liv. Mm, yeah, uh, I'll get the gin out. <laughs> but can you see that that was just me asking you to think about lemons, mm. and your body mm. reacted in a physical way? Yeah didn't it? And you were just thinking, you weren't touching it, you weren't smelling it, but you were thinking it. So, uh, and I think that's a good way of imagining that our mind and what we think is very much responsible for how we Mm. feel. So it's, um, it's a bit of an adventure, I like to call it an adventure, in becoming aware of our emotions and accepting how we're feeling at any point. Yeah. Um, and being okay with it all. I've also been at the point where I haven't felt anything, mm. which I think is what makes me so fascinated with what we feel now is because I, having depression, I was in a place where I didn't feel anything. There was just a nothingness. Yeah. I, for a long time, there was just this nothing, nothingness. <laughs> I can't explain yeah. it another way. I didn't feel anything. And did you fear at that point, did you fear feeling anything or did you want to I feel? I wanted to feel it, but mm. I was also scared of the intensity of it. Yeah. So yes, which is what kept me in that place of fear basically but without feeling fear yeah um yeah of not understanding and not knowing um so it's been a very gradual process um and now I do work that encourages people to feel what they're feeling and get them to understand the um you know the different parts to it so for example the physiological side so that lemon example Mm. that gives you a clue that we can control stuff so you know by our thinking so if we are fearful so for example I don't I, you know don't like flying very much <laughs> don't, don't know many people that do but I just don't understand how it says mm-hmm. up in the air and I do get anxious and uh, fear when I'm getting on a plane and um, and how I deal with it is is by a number of coping mechanisms but mainly breathing yeah because I know that my um you know I know that I want to get on the plane because I know that it's important to me to get on the plane because then I will be on holiday Mm. or or we'll be somewhere nice yeah so that's important to me so I you know I'm not going to avoid it we need to do it and then it's understanding okay so what's happening when I'm anxious or in fear usually I'm not breathing Uh, and you know can actually sense that my you know it's, it's up in my throat in my chest and there's no air getting in there's no oxygen no. so no so that's cutting you know that and that is not helping my fear and my anxiety so something like breathing techniques and this is going to sound woo woo but you know this is one of the biggest things I'm teaching my little boy at the moment who's seven oh, is yeah. that is is kind of that belly breath and they do mm. it really naturally and this is the thing that say, I find really interesting yeah because I was like in and out through your nose I'll be and he was like yeah I am doing that like like yeah. there was another way of breathing like yeah there's like oh yeah you haven't been ruined yet it's just do they they know how to do all of that stuff and we're trained out of it I think yeah. a little bit yeah. yeah and then we spend the most of our lives trying to get back to that point <laughs> yeah. of being naturally mindful and going yeah. oh look there's an aeroplane um you know when was the last time you shouted and spotted an aeroplane or even looked up at the being sky? mindful yeah exactly I think with breath 
work yoga has actually helped me and I mm. wasn't a yoga person until I went to your self-care Sunday event in Brighton mm. and I tried yoga for the first time and I thought Jesus I can't do this why am I bothering like yeah. I was sort of trying to do these shapes falling about but I found it really fun and then I went home and I thought it was actually I think it was because I was being mindful in my own body for the first time because normally what I was doing with my eating disorder is I wasn't listening to myself ever Mm. I was just kind of going about my day not eating and then if I was hungry I would I would ignore it and carry on so I wasn't ever listening to it Mm. so yoga helps me tune in and listen to my body but also the breathing so now if I'm stuck in traffic my anxiety will start to go up because I think I'm going to be late for work. Mm. And then you think about all the things that are going to happen if you carry on being late. Mm -hmm. So now what I do is I just, I literally, I had to actually consciously think of it before, but now I naturally take a massive breath and I noticed myself do it the other day and I thought, God, that was natural. Like I've actually trained myself now to just stop for a second Mm -hmm. and just breathe and realize that actually it's out of your control. There's nothing I can do about this traffic in front of me. So I just put on a podcast and try and make the most out of it because I'm going to be late regardless. So you're right. And so, you know, in kind of coach speak you you rationalized it yeah. and, you, and you've taken action and I think yoga and I can totally relate to that and I think from an eating disorder point of view mm. because you are so disconnected with your body and um, I marvel at the fact that yoga has that effect that it increases my self-compassion yeah. that um you know I can't and sometimes it's uncomfortable and sometimes I think no I'm not feeling what's good in my body but most of the time it's it it can only help you and I think yoga is the biggest oh I want to do yoga teach training I love next. it I know, so I love much it. oh my god if you do that I'll be going to your classes <laughs> yeah. um at the moment I look at um I try and get to classes but I can't most mm. of the time well I could but I just don't um, but I do do it at home a lot and yeah. I watch the yoga with Adrian yes, videos on YouTube really good, and she's yeah. really good yeah. um, if you haven't already heard of her I'd check her out because she's just quite good for beginners yeah there's some loads of um, really good videos on YouTube um, and she's definitely very uh, you know she's very normal yeah. and natural yeah. she sounds like she's talking to you while she's doing it which is lovely <laughs> which is really nice isn't yeah. it so there's some also there's some apps that I can recommend oh, yeah, um, for, for the breathing exercise. Mm. There's actually one called Breathe. I'll send you the link so yeah. you can put it in your thing. But there's one called Breathe Sync that I really like. Nice. And um, basically, I don't know how it works. Very clever, but you basically put your finger over the camera of your phone. <clears throat> I know. Look at your face. Right. Ooh, oh, it's starting. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but yes. So basically, and it gives you like a well-being quotient depending mm-hmm. on um your the, the pulse rate I think wow. that's yeah so um so basically my um I haven't been doing it every day but it, it just encourages you just give you a time when it's that that in and out that breathing in and out and then it just gives you a score over a minute and it and it just gives you a way of monitoring how you're feeling so if it's like under 70 you're feeling tired or stressed breathe deeply rest and catch up on sleep when you can you know it might be it's got like a a measure to it because sometimes it's quite difficult to measure how you're how you're feeling and and I think you know a bit like stress how we manage stress 
you know how we manage that stress response is by the stuff that we do when we're not stressed mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's having true. a so having a daily practice of like a breathing exercise or something like that will support you the next time that you're feeling anxious the next time you're feeling stressed the next time you're feeling scared because you will have a plan and a toolkit a toolkit exactly and it's um you probably heard me talk about this it's like having an invisible bum bag with you oh yeah (laughs) yeah i like that yeah and uh collecting all these tools and techniques Mm. um and things and think okay but then it's good to have like a little sort out so very occasionally i take my invisible bum bag off shake it out and have a good look at my tools and think okay is that still working for me what else could I do? Oh, somebody recommended this. I will have mm. a look at that and see and check that out. Um, you know, or if yoga is really helping, how can I make it a daily practice? Um, I think what yeah. I like that you've said is that you need to be try and be more intuitive about your emotions. So be interested and curious. Yes. And yes. so when you do feel something, you can go, oh, when I did that, I felt that way. So maybe yeah. I need to try something different or maybe that worked for me. But you're constantly changing yeah, over. Quite, absolutely. And, and the thing that worked last year might not work this mm. year. Um, and I think it's, it's keeping that uh, kind curiosity about what's going on yeah. and also the triggers for you um, and this is where it's really important to notice what drains you what fills you up um, I like your quote that you yeah. say stay away from the drains I yeah. think that's a really good and, and stay to stay with the radiators mm. and I think that's a really good way of remembering it because and it's not just people it can be things it can be uh, places it can be you know all sorts of things and um and I think just the noticing and the awareness that you can bring to that and so that you're then not put in a place where you're triggered all the time yeah. and um where you're not draining that energy you know we have that homeostasis I don't know if you've heard of that no. so that's the balance that our body you know our blood and our you know all the chemicals everything all the parts of our body and cells have a state of homeostasis Mm. but I believe that we have a homeostasis for our mental state as well we we want to uh, be in balance and we're constantly trying to get back into that balance Mm. but we um, we don't think about what to do with our feelings we don't recognize them we don't stay with them we don't make any attempt to tolerate them um and, and in fact we do the opposite so so we get and every time we distract ourselves or numb ourselves from our feelings we're taking ourselves away from that that balance that homeostasis that yeah. that point of you know and this is this is where it's not perfect it's we're messy we're humans and this is where self-compassion comes in mm-hmm. um we don't get it right all the time we make mistakes um and that balance is constantly changing like the weather you know like everything there's a constant like ebb and flow to it and I think understanding that and understanding that our feelings and just because you're sad yesterday doesn't necessarily mean that you will feel that emotion today Mm. but well done for handling it the way you did yesterday and what can I do more of and yeah all that kind of stuff so the reflection part of it is really important Um, I'm reading a book at the moment called feel the fear and do it anyway Mm. and I forgot I was going to recommend that one yeah she's amazing the woman that wrote it I'll put it in the show Mm. notes but she she basically says that the more you step out of your comfort zone if you step out of your comfort zone you're going to feel fear regardless Mm. because you've never done this before but the more you do that 
the, then it becomes part of your your circle becomes bigger mm-hmm. and then you step out of it again and you're going to feel fear and then eventually that won't be feared anymore and your circle <laughs> becomes bigger but the more that you step back because of something yeah your circle becomes so small that you exactly. the, you the, fear the, everything you fear everything exactly so it can really hold you back mm. um so it's a bit like my um public speaking that I do so um it's something that I, I is fear based you know because I worry you know and I suppose is it fear or I think it is fear because it's fear that I am not going to have anything useful to say it was the same kind of feeling that I got before recording this podcast mm. so on my way here I was like am I actually gonna you get imposter syndrome yeah yeah exactly <laughs> which is totally normal yeah. and so how I dealt with that was thinking okay but you know just I've prepped I've thought about it I know what I'd like to say and the points I'd like to get across um and actually I am amazing at what I do yeah you are and, <laughs> but can you see so that that's like a little mini conversation mm-hmm. that went on in my head beforehand and if a badass life coach can have those thoughts <laughs> exactly. then all of us are gonna but that's get them the, but that's the point no one has their shit together all no. the time they really don't you know even Oprah is sat there at some point sat in the corner banging her head against the fridge <laughs> because the kids won't eat their tea or whatever it is you know and it 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 doesn't matter what everyone else is doing it matters what you're doing and how you are moving forward Mm -hmm. and that's why I love coaching so much because that's what it's about it's about people it's about how I'm help you move forward so you know how you get from that point to that point it's going to be messy there's no linear way of doing it Mm -mm. um but having somebody hold your hand and support you while you're doing it and being a cheerleader I I think that's a very miss um appreciated part of what we can do for each other and also what we can do for ourselves Mm -hmm. because we can be our own cheerleader and we can definitely yeah which is why on my social media I do try and share share the shit bits as well because it's not all happy 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 yeah and it would be a bit weird i don't know anybody's life who's happy 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 we're not robots (laughs) no we are not robots but i think it's i think it's about having the strength to look in yes and do like feeling it and then so feeling the fear and doing it anyway i'm actually talking that book again but it is you feel it and you do it anyway yeah absolutely and you will get through it yeah Thank you so much, You're very Mary. welcome. I really enjoyed that Thank chat. What? Now I'm going to be going around going, am I breathing properly? Yeah, am I feeling my feelings? <laughs> Are you feeling your um, feelings? You're going to have an interesting yes. chat with your boyfriend tonight, aren't you? <laughs> um, so if you haven't already, which I don't know where you've been, maybe living under a rock or something, if you haven't heard of Mary before, but I'll put her Instagram in the show notes. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys, and I'll speak to you on the next one.